Welcome to Witness, a ministry of Covenant Presbyterian Church in Jackson, Mississippi. Join us in person for worship each Sunday at 9.30 a.m. For more information about Covenant, including discipleship and mission opportunities, visit us at www.covenantpresjackson.org. It was a time of waiting, and in between time, God had not spoken. God had not acted. He had in the past. God had acted miraculously, wondrously. He had brought them out of Egypt, rescued them from slavery. He had defeated their enemies, given them the law, led them by cloud and fire to their own land. But they had wandered, been unfaithful, strayed from the Lord. They had worshiped other gods, served the idols of the nations around them. So the Lord had allowed Babylon to conquer Jerusalem, tear down the walls, destroy the temple, and carry God's people away. For 70 years, the Israelites were exiled in a land not their own. For 70 years, they were captive in a land not their own. But God was faithful. The Lord made a way. The Israelites returned from Babylon to Jerusalem, returned with joy to their land, returned to their home under the leadership of Ezra and Nehemiah. From the rubble and ruins, they rebuilt houses, rebuilt the temple, rebuilt the walls of the city. And God spoke to them, spoke to them through his prophets, Haggai, and Zechariah, but that was decades ago. 50 years, 60 years had passed and nothing had happened. God had not spoken, God had not acted. It was an in-between time. It was a time of waiting and God's people had grown impatient weary of waiting, for they were struggling, struggling under Persian rule, struggling with the ruined economy, struggling with their faith. They wondered, where is the Lord? Does he even care about us? And as they wondered, they wandered. Once again, they strayed from the Lord, strayed from his way, strayed from his commandments. They were unfaithful. They broke covenant with him. Once again, they worshiped other gods, bowed down to the idols of the nations around them, even saying it is vain to serve God. In other words, it's pointless useless. And God's people may have wondered, God's people may have wandered, but he did not. The Lord was faithful, steadfast in his love. God sent his messenger, God sent his prophet Malachi. Through Malachi, God speaks to his people. And through Malachi, God promises that he will act he will act soon. He promises that he will come, 
that God will come to his people whom he calls his treasured possession, his children. The Lord will come suddenly. He will come unexpectedly. He will come surprisingly. And he will come in judgment. In judgment and in love. When he comes, there will be a division. There will be a separation. There will be a distinction between those who serve him and those who do not. Between those who fear him and those who do not. And Malachi says, on that day, he will come as the light. The light of the sun. A burning blazing, baking, scorching, charring sun. Brighter and hotter than the Mississippi sun in the middle of the day, in the middle of July. A sun as hot as an oven, a sun as hot as a furnace. With a heat so intense, so fierce, that it will set ablaze those who do not serve the Lord, those who do not fear him. It will set aflame the wicked, light evildoers burning so thoroughly that there will be nothing left, neither root nor branch, only stubble. But for those who serve the Lord, for those who fear the Lord, that same light, that bright, shining, burning, hotter than a Mississippi summer sun will not set ablaze. Instead, it will be like the bright rays of the sun-piercing cloud or a rising sun on a cool morning after a spring rain, full of warmth, full of promise, full of hope. But for you who fear my name, the sun of righteousness shall rise. So on that day, the Lord's righteousness, in other words, his rightness, his holiness, his purity, his beauty will shine like the sun. So that God's children, his treasured possession, will behold, will be awed, will be bathed in his glory. But for you who fear my name, the sun of righteousness shall rise with healing in its wings. The shining rays of this righteous sun will be like the wings of a mother bird surrounding, enfolding, enveloping, swaddling his children in order to heal, in order to restore, renew, make whole, save his children who will rejoice. His children will rejoice like a calf let out of a stall, leaping and jumping with exuberance, with exhilaration, delighting in the warmth of the sun, delighting in the freedom under it. Centuries later, John wrote his gospel. He wrote good news the good news of promises fulfilled, including those given through Malachi. And it starts with Christmas. 
Now listen again to one of the most astounding sentences in all of Scripture. Here again, the verse from our reading that summarizes the miracle of Christmas. John 1, 14. The Word became flesh and dwelt among us. The eternal Word. The Lord himself has come. Suddenly. Unexpectedly, surprisingly. In Jesus Christ, taking on flesh, becoming a baby, born to Mary, to live and and breathe and walk among us so that you might know him, so that you might know the living Lord, the, the almighty, the maker of heaven and earth, so that you might see his heart, his love, for you. The light shines in the darkness. The, the true light, which gives light to everyone, was coming into the world. Christmas celebrates that the light has come, that the sun of righteousness has risen. And, and his rays, his rays, the rays of this sun first shone in the darkness of a stable in Bethlehem. In this light, Jesus Christ, God's righteousness, his rightness, his holiness, his purity, his beauty shines like the sun. Jesus makes God known. He's the radiance of his glory. And in this light and by this light, darkness is revealed. You you can see the darkness because of the light. You can see the darkness without. In the world around you, you can see the darkness within, in your own heart. And that darkness is the darkness of sin. It's a, a darkness that leads to death. But the good news that John tells us is that the darkness cannot overcome the light. The darkness won't extinguish the light. On the first Christmas day, Mary wrapped in swaddling cloths, the one who would wrap you, enfold you, envelop you with healing wings. So that the wounds that you bear, the scars that mark you, inflicted from the darkness without inflicted from the darkness within, might be mended, might be treated, might be restored and renewed. Jesus came to take away your darkness. And he came to give you righteousness. His righteousness, shining it on you like the rays of the sun in order to reconcile you to God so that you're no longer separated, so that you're no longer alienated from the light by the darkness. Because in Jesus Christ, you are in the light. You're bathed in the light. And when you're bathed in the light, you are a child of the living God. You are a treasure of infinite worth to your Father above. All because and all through the Son born to Mary the Son of God, the Son of righteousness with healing in his wings. But not all will come to the light of the sun. 
Jesus brings judgment. He brings division. And for some, the light of the sun burns. Not all wish to be bathed in this light. They retreat back to the darkness, away from the light, separated from God. Have you come to the light, the light of Christmas? The light that dawned on the first Christmas day, the sun of righteousness. Do you see the darkness? Do you see the darkness within? The darkness without. Do you recognize, do you, do, you, do you recognize, do you see your need of the light? Are you in need of the healing that he brings? Are you surrounded by his wings? Embrace him. That's all you have to do. Embrace him like the rising sun on a cool morning after a spring rain. Receive him. That's all you have to do. Receive him like a gift given on Christmas morning. Well, we too live in a time of waiting and in between time. Like God's people in Malachi's day, you may be struggling. You may be struggling today. You may be weary of waiting. You may be wondering, where is God? Does he even care? You might be wandering, straying, going your own way. Well, know this and hear this. God is faithful. God is steadfast in his love. And he speaks to you today. He speaks to you through Malachi. He speaks to you through John. He speaks to you the good news of Christmas, reminding you that he has acted. He has acted in the past miraculously, wondrously. The light has shone. The sun is risen. The word became flesh. Jesus Christ is born. Rejoice. Like a calf let out of a star, leaping and jumping with the joy of freedom, with the joy of simply basking in the sun. Rejoice. The Lord has acted in love. Bathed in the light of the sun, you are his child. You are his treasured possession. And know he will act again. God is faithful. He will act again in love. He keeps his promises. Jesus will come back. He'll return to complete what he started in you. He'll return to complete what he started in the world. He'll return to complete what he started in all of creation. Shining the eternal light of the sun of righteousness, bathing all of creation in it, consuming the darkness, and bringing healing in his wings. Thank you for tuning in to Witness, a ministry of Covenant Presbyterian Church in Jackson, Mississippi. 